0: Engines everyone and welcome to Wii Universe. This is the show where we are playing every single Wii U game. Steve, Steve, what? Can you turn your engine down? I can't I can't hear you over the loud roaring. I'm sorry, I cannot contain my need for speed because rubbin is racing. Also, number three, go Dale Earnhardt. We're off track. Mario. We're talking about Mario Kart today. That's my perfectly sane, rational segue mm-hmm. for a, uh, let's say, a kind of a big game. Kind of a big kind deal a of a shrug, game.
1: Kind of a big shrug of a game, kind if, of a, if you ask me. Uh, psh, <laughs> what,
0: you yeah, one of the worst
1: games ever. No, no this, is this a, game's great. It's a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. It's my no. goal, as the podcast steadily uh, comes to an end, that I just uh, alienate as many listeners as possible. Mario, what a jokester. Who needs Ooh. him?
0: Hey, Sonic, slow it down, okay? Stick to the speed limit. (laughs) Not all of us are inhumans. Giant-sized mushrooms... Gross! It's nasty. Knock it off. Hey, stop putting all the portals in my wall. Exactly. Knock it off. Yeah, we're going to do that. That's, that's going to be our yeah. whole show. We're just mm-hmm. railing on video games. Uh, my name is Steve Guntley.
1: Hi, I'm Woody Suskowski.
0: Uh, we are very excited to be joined by two of our very favorite guests, both here on the pod at the same time, stoking each other's competitive <laughs> spirits. Please say hello, our two special guests.
2: Hello, it's Rosie Crow. Thanks for having me.
3: And it's Lindsay Pennington.
2: That's and, all, and she's
0: not thanking us for having her. No, well, fine, fine. Um, fuck I you deserved
3: too. this episode, <laughs> <laughs> as we all know. If it's Mario Kart, I I'm here.
0: You're you're claiming it. You you put your flag. I down.
3: wouldn't have even known like that it was on the schedule, and I can assure you that it would just been on my radar, and I'd be here, and I'd be like, uh, I hear you're doing this without me.
0: Yeah, you were just like waiting outside the door. Like I I thought I heard the sound of shells being thrown. Uh, you want to explain yourself? Yeah. 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 And maybe so.
3: some, you know, um, oh,
0: noises. Um, oh, that's my yeah. best Yoshi. That's a pretty good Yoshi. That's oh. not bad. That's okay. not bad.
3: People can tell us later.
0: It is later. We, you know what? We're, this is a weird episode in a lot of ways. Uh, firstly, we've done this game, we've, we've done an episode on this game in the past. We did this with, uh, our special guest, Jordan Collins, uh, who is a Patreon supporter, and he picked, uh, Super Mario Del- 8 Del- or Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. From the Switch, uh, and we played that back before we even knew the Wii U show, show was going to be a thing,
1: and we we had a good time. We, had we good agreed time that it. it was a fun game.
0: Spoiler and alert: We wanted to play it. It's a fun game, yeah, and uh, that was a good time. So we're now in a position of like, okay, well, what we we literally there's nothing new to say about it because well, we're literally talking about the old version.
1: Sure, I I learned that there are differences between these two games, which I was not aware of because I have spent much more time playing the Switch version than this version. Yeah, and they're not. They're not identical games. They're not identical. Sure.
0: But either way, I'm I'm just taking this opportunity to have a fun, loosey-goosey night, mm. playing playing some Mario Kart with There's my a... friends, uh, play, having some of my favorite guests back on the show before I move out. And you know what? I've had a hell of a week. I'm, I'm having a, a hell of another week coming up, probably. I'm a little stressed out. I think it's fine. Let's have some Mario Kart and unwind and yeah. have a good
1: time. Yeah, it's nice to have a nice, like... Lightly structured, sort of fun based podcast recording instead yeah. of the usual thing where you're standing behind me with like a whip, yeah, and you're like,
0: podcast harder, make you've, more funny observations. You've expressed <laughs> uh, you've expressed uh, dissatisfaction with my management method, and uh, I promise you, I'm escalating it, okay. about bringing it to the higher yeah. ups. Uh,
1: maybe, maybe after you move away, these welts on my back
0: will improve. Oh, no, one can only okay. hope not.
1: Should we, uh, before we get into Mario Kart, should we ask um, our our beloved guests what they've been
0: non-Mario Kart games they've I, been playing. I would love to do that because I have a lot to talk about ourselves. So let's let's start with the ladies. What else are you playing right now? Rosie, you go first.
2: I've been playing Stray. Are you all talking about that <gasps> game on the podcast? We have
0: pl- I, have, I played Stray. I loved it very much.
2: I want to play it. It's so, so cute. Uh, I realize that there's unlocks for making sure that you scratch all the rugs on every level and uh, I'm going to have to go back and work on that because I was not being diligent, but that's really fun. And I've been playing the new Mario Kart levels on the superior version of this game that you can play on the Switch, which is really fun. Uh, and I just downloaded uh, Cult of the Lamb based on Steve's recommendation. So good, good times. Good times.
0: Um, I'm going to have much more to say about that game in a moment. <laughs>
3: I was playing Far Cry 6 until we switched um, PlayStations between me and my boyfriend so that his is the one on the TV now. And that means I'd have to re-download it, and the effort just... (laughs) You guys have a
0: complicated setup.
3: It's not all... It's just the effort isn't there. Far Cry 6 was just as much as I played it not nearly as fun as uh, 4 or 5
0: that was kind of my thing it wasn't grabbing me as much as no four
3: the or story five. the story just wasn't as fun there's very uh, it takes a while to get into the tongue in cheek stuff which is kind of what's fun about the other games
0: but the cool thing is it's a rare chance to see Giancarlo Esposito play a villain
3: oh I know is, so uh, rare
0: yeah he doesn't get to do that very often that so nice. and,
3: and Woody might judge me for this but I still play um, when I'm stressed out and just need to zone out I play uh, Inscriptions K- Casey's mod
1: Why would I judge you for that? Inscription is a masterpiece of a game.
3: It is, but you had a really hard time with it.
1: (laughs) Oh, 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 okay. So really, now who's the one being (laughs) judged? Um, I was just generally confused by its many innovative mechanics. And once I actually understood how they worked, I was delighted and drawn in by the game.
3: And I was really excited when you were and we got to talk about it outside of the podcast when we talked about it last time, which I don't remember what episode that is. But you should go back and listen to all of them and then you can hear us talk about it in that one segment where we talked about it.
0: That's the cool thing about our show. It's infinitely (laughs) re-listenable. If you, uh, yeah.
3: We all tie in. It's like infinity connected there's to there's a each Wii other? universe
0: master like a master universe it's the Wii universe universe actually, we're like we're, we're call like call the cloud atlas of podcasts as, exactly. as, soon, as
1: soon as it ends it starts over at the beginning
0: you speak the true true yeah.
1: <laughs> what
0: are you playing right now what
1: you- uh, i've been playing metal gear solid games good for our patreon and also because i'm legitimately interested in metal gear solid games they sure are good um yeah they are fun i've actually gotten sucked into the game boy color one Which Which is is pretty weirdly insanely good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you Um, wouldn't think so. I know. One of the few Game Boy Color games that you play in 2022 where you're like, oh, I don't want to keep playing this. Yeah. There is a horrible level five, can prepare yourself where you have to switch box colors along a conveyor belt. To go like it's like a maze where you change yeah where you're on a conveyor belt and it's kind of horrible. That sounds Um, unpleasant.
0: Also, I played GBC games on my uh, like kind of faded like uh, uh, GBA like uh, SP. Lots lots of initials there. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I can't really tell color that well on that screen. Yeah, that makes it tough. It's
1: definitely a system that uh, when you play it on its original hardware, you are you realize, gee, this would be a lot more fun to emulate. So that's what I have done. Um, And then Metal Gear Solid 2, which I am also really enjoying and forgot how insane that game just generally
0: is. So nuts. Oh, so nuts. uh, Be sure to check out uh, patreon.com slash ultra64pod. We're doing a whole in-depth discussion on that entire Metal Gear series. We're going to have a lot more to say on those episodes. As for me, uh, man, things have really changed for me. I remember maybe like a year, a year or two ago, like I was talking about how I, roguelikes just aren't really my thing. Mm-hmm. I've never really found one that I'm getting into. I'm currently playing four of them. <laughs> I'm rotating between four games, and they're all roguelikes. So still playing a bit of Returnal. Mm-hmm. I'm still playing a bit of uh, Demon Souls, the remake uh, I am also playing uh, uh, Deathloop, which I just started. It's a new game from the makers of Prey. Lindsay, me and, uh, me and Lindsay and I played Prey, and it was really great. And this one's really enjoyable and fast-paced yeah. and kind of funny, and uh, it's got a cool, like, 60s mod aesthetic. It corpse Glinties, like Lindsay is whispering off mic. And uh, the big game I'm playing that I'm kind of obsessed with is, uh, as previously mentioned, Cult of the Lamb. It is a Devolver digital game. Uh, where you are playing as a cute little adorable lamb who becomes the leader of your own uh, Lovecraftian cult uh, where you're trying to... Uh, you could sacrifice your adorable little followers to this weird tentacle monster or... you know. So it's it's a nice mix between like roguelike action in these dungeons and then it's like a Stardew Valley-style simulator where you are... Making sure your cult is happy and that they have enough buildings and that they have enough food and that you're cleaning up all their shit that's <laughs> being left everywhere. Uh, it's one of the more addictive games I've played lately. Like it's it's very much like a uh, okay, just one more run kind of game. Sounds
3: like your cult needs a little discipline.
0: My cult is very disciplined. If they're leaving thank their you.
3: shit everywhere and you're the one in charge, be a leader.
0: Well, I did. I built an outhouse and I assigned a janitor. I'm on top of it. I'm on top. I'm literally on top of this shit. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's weird like. Very dark. Like, this game never gets, like, edgelordy or or super gory, which I find interesting. Like, it's a T-rated game, and they never go too hard on it. Um, But you do some dark stuff in that. Like, maybe uh, one of your followers is, like, dissenting against you and trying to spread, like, negative will against you. You can have them thrown in the stocks, or you can Mm. sacrifice them to the Elder God, or you can feed them poisoned food. You know, and uh, either way, you have to get rid of them. Um, I'm addicted to it. It's super fun. Hard recommend Cult of the Lamb. Everybody play it. Join the cult. Speaking of a cult that many many people have joined, yeah, this is a um, cult game. This is kind of like yeah. a game with a small. This is a little, little a little niche audience.
1: Yeah, but, but they're
0: they're vocal and they're they're they really want another game. I
1: think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've been left in the dark for so long. When are we gonna get a new Mario Kart? When are we gonna get? I a mean, new Mario. Kart? For what it's worth, we're still playing this Mario Kart, and yeah. this game is eight years old. So, in some regards, when are we gonna get a new Mario Kart? But also. It's we're amazing fine. that we're how fun
0: this game still is. Yeah, yeah, no, we're good with this one for a while. Let's talk about this game today. That is Mario Kart 8. It was released May 30th, 2014, published and developed by Nintendo, and it was also released on the Switch as Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. When did Our, it come out on the Switch? It came out in 2017, I believe? Yeah, yeah 2017. Yeah, yeah, because it was, it was a pretty early Switch game, uh, and it's <laughs> gone on to massive success. Uh, so this game was announced at E3 in 2013 where they debuted the Logo, which uh, Logo Corner, I like shouting out Logos <laughs> when they're good. Uh,
1: you, you know, you're ready for a new returning segment that logo everyone Corner. has ri- written
0: in for uh, time and time again. When are you bringing Logo Corner back? I'm bringing it back now. Yeah. Uh, the, the design of the original Logo was kind of like a sideways 8, so like an infinity symbol that was also replicating the original Mario Circuit course from uh, Mario Kart 1 on the Super okay. Nintendo. So, I like, multi- I like multi-layered I like logos like that. I think that's a clever one. And it's just a very like appealing image. Yeah, it's know. a
1: lot like our podcast. Once you get to the end, you can start again at the beginning exactly. and, and race forever.
0: Just keep doing it. Yeah. Just keep doing it. Uh, so this game was pretty sorely needed. Uh, only a year in, and the Wii U was dramatically underperforming, as we've discussed many times. And it was badly in need of a hit. And for a while, it looked like this game was single-handedly going to turn the Wii U around. Like, there were even news articles, I remember, at the time that's like, is the Wii U coming back from the dead? Because (laughs) Mario Kart 8 is out, and it sold 8 million copies. It is the best-selling game on this system. Uh, In England, uh, this spurred a 616% increase in Wii U sales. (laughs) People were buying the system to play just this game. It and is, like it, it was looking really good for a bit. This game, probably
1: one of the very short list of games that is a system seller for multiple systems. I was <laughs> going to
0: say, this is the only system, I or the only game I can think of that is the number one best-selling game on two different consoles. Okay. Like on the Wii U and on the Switch. Wow. Um, which, it's also crazy that it's the number one on the Switch because... That is a hugely successful system. Uh, This game is just selling like absolute... Crazy banana cakes, which yeah, is uh, a very popular item.
1: Everyone loves cakes. crazy banana cakes. <laughs> gotta have them. <laughs> they're, they're, they take it to the next level over just regular banana cakes.
0: Oh, no, they're way crazier. Yeah. They're way crazy. I mean, this game
1: is such like, I don't want to get all, uh, you know, inside baseball here. Um,
0: cause what is how, it? Like how how am I going to st- fit in there? It's it, yeah, like it's little. Like a, it's a bunch of string in there. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? exactly. But uh, this is like a four quadrant hit, right? Yeah. There's like a lot of quadrants. I don't know what those
0: are, but uh, I know it's important to have more of them. There's nerds, Um, there's Dweebo's, there's Spazitron's, there's... The Runt's. The Runt's, yeah. (laughs) These types of candies? I don't know if I've ever had Dweebo's. Everybody who gets picked on in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, they're the four quadrants. They're the
1: the quadrants. Um, But, like, this is a game... For everyone, yeah, I'm, I'm p- pushing this over to Lindsay as someone who's representative the the of,
0: hoi polloi of yeah the the elite the uh, we're the un you're the the unwashed masses yeah wait which one is the hoi polloi I get yeah, those confused it, it
2: both. Uh, I think uh, she's either bourgeoisie or not right which one are you doing I, I don't know you pick a what's side. the good
3: thing
0: wait okay so I think hoity means you're elite and hoi polloi means you're the unwashed masses. So all that, I know that's is I'm good. Out. Okay, there you go. And you're <laughs> not lacking in confidence at all.
3: No, I mean, that's the thing. It's like N64 is definitely my game for Mario Kart, and I rock at it. Um, but I also played on a shitty TV that had no contrast, and I memorized the tracks, and I knew everything. Yeah. Whereas, like, this game, even though I'm not great at it, I'm still, you know, better than quite a few people. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so I glad. Know. It
0: sounds like you're interviewing yourself. What makes you so great?
3: I can have conversations with myself all <laughs> the time. Um, that's why I should go to therapy instead of asking myself these questions. And, you know, like Fair. I don't know if my answers are as good as maybe a therapist's answers to myself.
2: No, you're good. It's like, oh, yeah, just do it. You're fine. Uh, my understanding is podcasting is therapy. So you're good. This oh, is good. Free, OK. So we're having a
3: conversation. It. Anyway, um, even though I'm not as good at this game, I still very, very much enjoy it. And I get really, really competitive and I get really, really loud. Yeah. And cussy.
0: I mean, it's. It, I mean, it's, that's kind of a symptom of playing Mario Kart, and that's kind of why Mario Kart's always great. It's like, it, it, you know, I swear a lot at Mario Kart and Mario Party. Sure. And Mario Party, I'm swearing at the game. Mario Kart, I'm just swearing out of exclamations. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mario, Mario Party. I don't feel like Mario Kart is trying to screw me over as Mario
1: bad. Party, you're swearing out of anger. Um, Mario Kart, you're swearing out of just like involvement in the pro. Like you're you're invested so much in it that you're getting hit hard emotionally. Yeah. Whereas Mario Party, you're just angered by the bullshit. Yeah. Um. So here's my question for you guys. I think, I think it's safe to say Mario Kart Deluxe, Mario Kart Eight for the, the Switch Deluxe, whatever yeah. it's called, best Mario Kart game. I'm just we're just gonna have that as like the definitive, hands down answer. You yeah. can you can you can fight me on it in a second. But my question is, was this game,
0: Mario Kart 8, when it came out for the Wii U, the best Mario Kart game? That's a good yes. question. Okay, so let's dig into, like, what does Deluxe have to offer that this one doesn't have? Right, because you, you, if because. you're playing Mario Kart eight at all today
1: which you probably are because it sold lots and lots of copies you're probably playing it on the switch yes but uh
0: the wii u has some different features two two more little stats to throw out near more than half of all wii u players own this game and this is the seventh best-selling game of all time now thanks to the switch okay it is in the top 10 so it's nuts, and it's still selling all the time. So it's so not what even we're done. what
3: we're gonna do now is like a roundtable version of compare these two pictures. Okay. So so what? Always
0: great on an audio. Steve medium.
3: Steve, Steve, what's the what's the first difference you noticed?
0: First difference I noticed. Well, this is a pleasant one. I like that uh, not everything is unlocked. When you play Mario uh, Mario Kart Eight on the Switch, everything is unlocked to begin with. And I I don't know, I like unlockables. I like unlockables when you don't have to pay for them. I like it when you just have a chance to play through the game and you get rewarded for playing through the game. And I felt like the Switch version robbed you of that, especially because... Most people playing that version never owned a Wii U and never really played this game in any kind of detail. So let us unlock that shit. Come yeah,
1: on. I mean, it is cool that the Switch version really, I mean, it gives you all the DLC. Like, a lot of the stuff in this Wii U version is, you know, would come out later. Or is hidden behind paywalls. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, check out our Patreon for more <laughs>
0: excellent content. Patreon.com slash Ultra64Pod. <laughs> now just $5 for all tiers. Get 200-something bonus episodes.
1: Exactly. Spe- hidden behind paywalls. It um, is. But there, it's really cool that the Switch version has all this stuff like in the game, but it is all unlocked from the start, and you can kind of... I feel like it would be more of a problem if this game wasn't so dang fun. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just enjoy playing Mario Kart. Yeah, And yeah. I will play it through on all the kart classes just to get those gold uh, trophies and feel like I got to play more Mario Kart. Absolutely. Um, But I do agree like the deluxe mode just gives you cart customizations to unlock not characters or more tracks
0: and I don't know I'm I'm not all that excited by choosing different tires because like you're not really gonna see these tires like while you're mm. racing and you're not really gonna feel the difference necessarily.
2: But Steve, the stats, its the stats are so important. I was hanging out with someone who's a bigger Mario Kart person than me. And they're like, well, you know, like if you are a little bit over on acceleration, they round down your stats. So you got to make sure to pick wheels that perfectly get you to the next level of acceleration. And now, of course, I do that every <laughs> single time. Well, I mean, it paid off. You you won both cups we played. Yeah, I was just going to let that come up naturally. Um, I will say one difference that I don't know if we just did know how to use the Wii version, Wii, whatever the hell this thing is we're doing, Um, but there was no, like, little map that shows you where everyone is, and I get, like, a really... Great smug sense of satisfaction to see how far ahead I am over everyone else. Well, I think the, and that was gone. So I think, what the hell?
3: I think they purposely hid that from us because I think, or Steve as, and as Woody, Steve, did. as Steve noticed when we were playing the battle version, you could put the map on there.
2: Yeah. So, so I think I think they just didn't. We
3: didn't know how to do so that. So I
2: blame Woody and Steve. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And just for clarification, I mean, just for clarification, um, when it comes to Mario Kart games, I was the best out of this group at N sixty four and oh my Rosie. God. Rosie was the best at the Wii U version, so...
1: Lindsay, I just pulled the mic away from you. Your your level of concern with the, how stranger how good you think how strangers on the internet think how good worry about how good you are at Mario Kart is very funny to me. Also, it's- you're
0: you're ruining your signature move. I think you could be like a Mario Kart hustler if you wanted to be, but you're like you are But I could only I
3: could there. only hustle 64. And you know how many people still have 64 consoles? D- d- plenty,
0: plenty. I don't think
3: I want to meet half those people.
0: Oh, whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. Our audience is now, like, crashing their cars. I mean, I
3: remember we're trying to, like, dissuade the audience from listening because you're getting rid of it, right?
1: No, that's not <laughs> what we're doing. That was a bit, Lindsay. Just to be clear, please continue to listen to our podcast.
3: Yeah, so mine is a bit, too. <laughs>
1: Great. Um getting us <laughs> back on track. Um, another thing I noticed about difference in this game is you cannot hold two weapons at the same time. Yeah. Um yeah.
2: which We're yeah. yeah, just <laughs> here to boo. That's all.
1: <laughs> that's a pretty substantial difference. Like Double Dash had the ability to hold two weapons, but you had to swap your characters. Yeah. Um and then I think I think that was the only other one that could hold two. But then the uh, Switch Deluxe version, you just get two item boxes. And yeah. here, you can't even do the Nintendo 64 trick of holding the item behind you no. and then getting a new item.
0: That it, was a little bit of a bummer because yeah. that's, that's one of my go-to, like, oh, look how smart I am tricks. Like, use the green <laughs> shell behind you as shielding when somebody tries to throw a red shield at you, yeah.
2: So just to be clear, you like to show people how smart you are by holding something with your butt? That's That's what you're doing? Okay.
3: That's I, think exactly w- I think we right. talked about that's this exactly earlier right. and we agree that that's what Steve likes to do.
0: This is why I go to trivia teams and like hold the pen in my butt. So side note, since
3: we're yeah. talking about items, I think uh, if Nintendo is listening, we should get rid of the single coin.
0: Mm-hmm. John get, Nintendo, get are you red, listening?
3: Get, get rid of the coin and bring back the upside down question mark.
0: Oh, is I the upside love, down question I mark I love
3: on? the trick boxes.
0: The trick boxes are devious and you're very I, mean with them. Yes, Yeah, I you do. are. You're very mean
3: with them. I enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Where do we stand on the feather? I was always very pro feather. Wait, which from one was the, the feather? It was from the Super Nintendo one, and it let you like jump high, like you could jump over obstacles and stuff like that. It wow. was pretty fun for shortcuts. But, I uh, do not remember I, being. Able I, use I guess the feather, it came yeah. and went.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess the the it made more sense in Super Mario Kart because like you could jump over gaps and still be on the track. I think the tracks are so Byzantine now that it's hard to get to them.
1: That's a good point, and it would probably result in lots of extra programming for all the weird areas that it would let people get to. Um, Another difference I noticed is that you don't have a... um, third speed boost level. Like if you play on the Switch, there's like you start orange and then you get kind of blue like when you're power sliding, you get like orange flames and then blue flames and then these dark purple flames when you get a big speed boost. Here I was only able to get to the second level of speed boost.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did notice that. Um uh, you do still get the little boost when you do a jump off of a ramp, which is uh kind of my signature move, especially on levels with a lot of bumpy terrain because it's pretty Forgiving about what constitutes as we're ramp. counting
3: differences, Steve.
0: Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're counting uh, differences. Another difference, I think, this the the deluxe version has some more accessibility options. Like you you can uh, you can set it so that your character can't fall off. Uh, you can yes. set it so that you have an auto accelerate. You can do a, a lot of different the, things that are gone from this.
3: So that was for the fifth difference that we noticed was in how we play battle. The battle battle sucks on this version.
0: Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Like, this is not a deal breaker for me because I don't really like battle mode in Mario Kart all that much. I get pretty bored by it pretty quickly. Right. But the typical approach to battle mode is kind of have your own unique arena that's designed for battle mode. You know, like you think of the n It's kind of of more
1: more open-ended and circular because to have people just drive around on, like, full courses um, that are very long, you don't come in contact with other racers. That's
0: the thing. It's just dropping you into actual Mario Kart courses and you have to like take it upon yourself to like reverse and start going in the opposite direction otherwise you're just kind of chasing each other with these green shells the whole time and it's just kind of dull. It's like these these courses are not really designed for this kind of gameplay.
1: No, it is really weird. I mean, I think it's probably a testament to how little I care about battle mode that like I didn't know that the battle mode in this game sucked so much, and that wasn't more common knowledge. Um, Because the Switch Deluxe version has, I think, three different gameplay modes. um, I mean, none of them are life-changing, but they all provide a different way to play the game and are kind of cool to mess around with. Here you play... You know, you set it to three rounds and by the third one, by the first one, we're like, all right, I think we're pretty much done with this.
0: Do you want to know a weird feature that we almost got with this game? I would love to so know a weird feature. The for for a little while, you know, they're always trying to mess with new ways to like use your cart. So they added gliders, they added some underwater levels. This game originally they were toying with the idea of having a big drill that you could get that you could burrow <laughs> through the stage hmm. and come out on the other side somewhere. Uh And I think people thought that was just a little too complicated. They could never quite get it to work. So they switched it to the anti grab sections, where it's just like, you know, these are not like super spectacular to me. Um, Okay. Just because, like, they're fun in concept, but it's also really not that different from anything else you're doing. Like, the drill mechanic would have been dramatically different. This is just racing on a different server. I mean, I like what it does with perspective and like how it lets you maximize the geography of the level.
1: I do think that the drills would have rewarded too much people who are at a who know the courses better. Like, obviously, yeah. those people already have an advantage because they know the course. But if you just use a drill and pop up somewhere random, like you're going to be pretty confused
0: unless you know the level pretty well. And like, like Rosie was saying, this game is pretty balanced and like it's pretty in depth if you want to dig into the stats and kind of decide like, the best way to play. Like, it's a pretty smart game in that regard, so I think having that drill mechanic would probably throw things off completely.
1: But, like, yeah, I I guess when you're saying, like, new features in terms of gameplay changes to Mario Kart, I think that Mario Kart Wii was the one where they introduced, like, kart choice and um, being able to do tricks when you jump. And to me, like, that's the one that basically feels like modern Mario Kart. Um, like you know, n sixty four has its own very distinct feel, but it does not feel the same as this game. No. Um, whereas the Wii one kind of does, and the new features that have come around um, since the Wii one, like have all felt pretty minor and incremental. like the three ds one allowed you to glide through the air and like drive underwater in some sections. This is just like the most fully featured. Mario Kart like the the anti-grav sections are the new thing and I'm kind of with you I think that I don't think they're bad I think that they're fun they just don't change things very
0: much no there's just not a whole lot of difference between just driving on tires but you know it's it's really worth noting that this is kind of designed to be like the be all end all Mario Kart like this is this is kind of everything that Mario Kart has been uh, kind of culminated into this one edition, similar to the way that uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate is meant to be kind of. But do you the think Ultimate that was, Smash Brothers?
1: Do you think that was their intention with the Wii U version? That's the thing. Like... That's
0: the yeah. That's the question. Like I think it kind of was, but I think the Switch had such a bigger audience, and um, the idea of sort of platforming your games in a way has become a bigger idea. Like the idea of making your game. Uh, like a, a something that you keep checking in on, and it's going to be updating all the time, rather than just like buy a new edition of. I this. feel
3: like Rock Band did that pretty early.
0: Yeah, yeah, similar like, to what Rock that, Band like, did.
3: Rock Band four, they never came out with anything after it was. Let's just keep making either different play versions of like. Oh, you're going to go on tour and do this. Or you had the rivals stuff that they added or more songs like check in. There's always going to be more songs.
0: I mean, people have argued that that's what like Madden or FIFA should be doing. Like just kind of, you know, instead of yearly releases, just make it one big flat platform and you're updating rosters all the time, you know, and like you can charge for additional helmets or whatever you need. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, How many helmets can you wear? um,
1: Apparently, they should be wearing more than what they currently wear. They should be wearing
0: far more. Far more.
1: I mean, and again, I think we're getting sort of just drifting power sliding into the Switch version a lot because that's kind of... I don't know, like, is there any real reason to play the Wii U version? Like, unless you just only have a Wii U. I mean, uh, there's one... Kudos for you for really getting the most out of your dollar. I think there is
0: one very specific reason, and that is a uh, big round horn button in the middle of the game pad. (laughs) I think Rosie's with me on that. She's gesturing the horn gesture.
2: Yeah, I mean, that I wanted the viewers at home to see that. Um, you know, you have this big, beautiful game pad that they made a big deal out of. And, you know, you're going to fight with your siblings or whoever you live with to get that. And you're like, great, what is this special feature that I have? There is a horn. It takes up the entire screen. It's adorable. And you get to honk it.
3: Oh, but you can hold it like a steering wheel and try and drive that way like Woody tried. Yeah, he.
2: I think he got a bit of an exercise holding that have very heavy equipment yeah, in, that's front true. Holding in front of him it in. Front of you
1: at at a vertical angle and tilting it back and forth is kind of tiring. I also did the, so the first ra- ra- Grand Prix. Rosie barely snaked ahead of me right at the end for the victory. It was a very and close the, match. And then the uh, the second one, I tried to use the Wii U gamepad, and my placing precipitously dropped. <laughs> um, which I don't know, like it just doesn't feel nearly as clean as using an actual controller. Like I guess Mario Kart is so. Hardwired into the way it feels that using such an awkward controller like the gamepad doesn't feel quite right.
0: But I I wish it was as easy to like switch between different control methods in every game as it is in this game. Like true, this game says just weirdly cracked it. Like it is just so easy. It's like okay, if I want to use the gamepad, fine, I'll use the gamepad. If I want to switch to like motion control gamepad. Push of a button. I can do a Wii mode. I can just do a Wii mode can nunchuck. I can do a Pro Controller.
1: Quickly detects what you're doing and doesn't make a big scene of it. Even no. though I would say it probably does a better job than the Switch version. Like controller fucking, pairing
0: in the Switch is a pain in the eye. I know. I don't know
1: that. You know, for all the cool things the Switch does, like you try to get a group of people together to play whatever, and you're like, "All right, we're gonna break all these controllers in half and use the little dongles." And it's like, "Wait, what are you doing?" Like,
0: it just gets so confused. It becomes and, a fight about. who 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 is not going to use the teeny tiny little Joy-Con turned sideways? That's like hard to be very responsive. Sure, on.
1: but I just mean like the Switch itself just is like, wait, what do you? Who's trying to connect what controller to what? And yeah. I've, I've literally tried to get groups together to play like six or eight player games because like Killer Queen, and yeah. it's just. A massive hassle
0: to try and get that set up on the switch, right? And you have to bring so many different controllers. I was gonna say, yeah. are you saying that not
3: everybody has sixty dollars to buy like the actual game controller?
0: Apparently apparently not. I mean,
3: sixty dollars, right? That's not yeah. that bad.
0: No, please, <laughs> oh, or guys. just like spend like three hundred and get like sixteen different Joy Cons. Like, why not? You know, that's probably more than that. Can we
3: make art out of those? Sure, like that many. I'm sure we could do some kind of good pixel art.
0: Uh, you can make like a big like. uh... I'm not doing it. What he know. can. Yeah, there you go. Why not? Um,
1: I am... Oh, the the feature that I think is sad that is not in this game is that this game is only four players. And, like, locally, that would, to me, be the thing that would sell it over the Switch version would be if you could have four people do the split screen and then one person using the gamepad as their
0: own screen... That would be um, nice, yeah. I mean, you can use the gamepad as your own screen if you want. Like, that yeah. is a nice way to play it. But, but like, you're
1: also displayed on the
0: TV. You're also I think the that TV. the
1: Sonic All-Star Racing Transformed is five players locally. Like, I yeah. think that feature is there. It's
0: a weird kind um, of, like, one edge that that has over this game, which is also a game I like a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, that game is fun yeah. also. Um, I mean, but with these various differences, like, I don't know, like, this game is pretty fun. Is No, this game is very fun, Yeah, regardless of what you play it on. Um, it's this, this is like a least less appealing way to do it. Um, even though I agree with you that it's kind of cool that you can unlock stuff here. Yeah. Um, the switch is just like you get to play on a switch and that's just a better way to play games than on it's the Wii true.
0: U. <laughs> I mean, it, it, this is one of those things though. If, if you are just kind of limited to a Wii U for whatever reason, I don't know what life choices led you to just have a Wii U, but like this is a perfectly acceptable way to play this game. Like, this is a extremely fun game to play on the Wii U, like, full stop. Like, even without knowing the improvements that they make in the next one. uh...
1: It would also just be a profoundly, profoundly unique person. Are you a person who you're have the option to play this on wii u because you only own a wii u but you don't own this game yeah like that's the person that i want to meet who's
2: like oh i have my wii u and i play it all the time should i get this mario kart 8 game you mean uh, jeremy hatfield who only will buy physical copies of game oh there's there's physical copies yeah. of this switch game but uh, right in i guess i want to meet this person they sound interesting
0: Hey, I mean, they said more than half of Wii U players have this game, but that still means that there's still like, you know, what, 45% that doesn't have this game. So, What uh, are
3: their demographics? Can we find out?
0: They're the only people buying Devil's Third. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the only yeah. people. They're buying Devil's Third and SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
3: we didn't want to do a podcast today because we wanted to play more.
0: Yeah. I, also, I love that energy when people are like, oh, good. Do we have to do the podcast now? Great. Oh, we have to Great. talk to
3: people and they have to kind of hear us even though it's Stinky. later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that those people who
1: own a Wii U and not this game are people who bought a Wii U, got a Wii U for Christmas and played it for half a year and was like, I don't like this. Yeah. And then it's lived in their garage. Yeah. And then the games that they wouldn't want to get on it came out on the Switch.
0: I mean, I would like to discuss a very serious issue that uh, I think has come up for me in recent years, which is that, uh, so I am somebody who used to be very good at Mario Kart Mm -hmm. and uh, something happened, (laughs) something shifted in the last like six months. I haven't really been playing it less. I still check in with Mario Kart quite a bit, Uh, but I've, I've seemingly lost all ability to win at this game. Uh, I, I have a real skill for missing boxes. Like I will go right between them or somebody else will cut me right off. And I'm just wondering if this is something that happens to all men as they get older. Well,
3: I don't know. Is it something maybe of the caliber of the people that you're playing with or I mean, against? I think I was just
0: tired. I think that's <laughs> yeah. probably it. Yeah. I, was just, yeah. I
3: mean, the caliber of those people might just have more, they might, might have more energy than you.
0: Do you want us to say that you're good at Mario Kart? Actually, no, I'm and...
3: um, insinuating that you're talking about other things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> either way, either way. You're good at Mario Kart. <laughs> oh, I'm
3: saying, Mario. saying Rosie's good at this version. No, Rosie's like, ru- yeah, Rosie yeah. kind
0: of ruled all of us at this game. But like, Can we uh, go,
3: like, hustle? Can we go, like, do our own tournament? And then you, like, enter and you're like, I don't think I'm very good at this. Y- yeah,
2: yeah, no, just uh, when I was traveling recently with a uh, bunch, bunch of friends and we brought the switch version. Sorry. We didn't bring the Wii U version with us. And we had like a raft of kids and that like 13. Literally did.
1: they went, they went on a cruise ship and we they put had them to, on they, a raft. Yeah.
2: And we broke out this game, and the 13-year-old and the 23-year-old were aghast that I was consistently beating them, and it was very joyful for me to do that. But it's because I spent just, like, hours in some weird dude's uh, attic, like you do, practicing this game, <laughs> beating guys. I don't
1: remember the fa- this phase of
2: your life, but You okay. don't remember my weird attic dude phase? <laughs> I don't. Okay, well, you were there. You don't remember, but um, yeah. It's... Wait, was I the titular weird <laughs> <Yeah>. dude? <laughs>
0: If, if, if everyone, around, if you think everyone around who's a weird attic guy, you might be the actual weird attic guy. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that does bring me a certain joy to be really good at this game. I don't know when it happened. It was like as Steve was getting worse and worse, I was getting better and better. Like, we probably fell into a pond at the stealing same time. Stealing the mojo. this like a Dorian Gray
0: situation? No, this, no, this like, is like Austin yeah.
2: awesome Powers. You're stealing his mojo. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Steve. You have to leave town because I have my <laughs> well, mojo.
0: Don't worry. He's got that covered. Yeah, for the record, if anybody asks, the reason I'm moving to Texas is because Rosie ran me out of town on a cart <laughs> just where I got pelted with green shells the entire way out of town. I mean...
1: You also have an insistence, Steve, on playing with... And I'm not trying to body shame anyone. No, hey. But um, <sighs> playing with heavier characters sure. who are objectively worse. And I wish, I wish that wasn't the truth. I wish there was a spot yeah. for the heavy carriers characters in Mario Kart. But, like, f- the, the fact that they get punished with a lower acceleration and if you're playing against people, you're just going to get hit with items. Like,
0: you need more acceleration. I, I feel like I got it in my head maybe playing Double Dash so much growing, that, that, like... I don't know. I just had a lot of luck with, like, Bowser, Donkey Kong. Okay. I, that was my mixture in uh, Double Dash. For whatever reason, I just always kind of won with that pairing. So I think I just got it in my head that the heavy characters have more weight, shall we say. I mean, they, uh, they do have
1: that, that, but,
0: But, you know. uh, yeah, not so much in Mario Kart 8. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, before we just keep going around in circles, talking about how good this game is, something I'm always curious about um, after where we are currently in the Mario Kart universe mm-hmm. is... What 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 happens in the next Mario Kart? Like this is this is the part I'm always confused about. Like yeah, um, and I wonder if that is why it's taking them so long. I mean, I guess they're just riding the coattails of this and be like, people are still buying this game. This like thing is crazy. still crazy successful. People wow. are still buying all of our DLC. I'm excited that they're putting out DLC. I wish it would come out faster. Yeah. Um but, like, at some point, they're gonna have to make a new Mario Kart game,
2: right?
0: You know, the big speculation has always been that it's just gonna be, it's not Mario Kart anymore, it's just Nintendo Kart, you know, so you have your Kid Icarus in there, you have your, 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 your I like cranky. the way
1: Kid Icarus is where you go, like, right away, you're like, alright, Mario, really... number one most important Nintendo character, number two Kid Icarus.
0: Like, literally, when you ask me to think of, like, a beast, a B-tier Nintendo characters, Kid Icarus immediately pops into my head, like, I don't know, I don't know what A-tier is, necessarily, but if if you want like kind of mediocre uh Nintendo characters, uh, I like, go. Oh, I'm not Icarus. even sure
1: Kid Icarus makes B tier.
0: I don't but... know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only has three games. Yeah, which you I might mean, just, hear about in a future uh,
3: Other than tiers, like I think if they could ever like mix Diddy Kong Racing with like the flying and the hovercraft d- dynamics, could be done so much better at this point versus could the N64. Be. And
0: I wonder if they're just consciously avoiding that because Diddy Kong Racing ate their lunch so much back. In but the I mean, N64 that was so days.
2: long ago. And... I'm sure you talked about this back on the N64. Remember the overworld in the Diddy Kong racing? That was so fun. I don't know why. It was. You, it could was just, you could just well.
3: explore. It was yeah. like secrets. I'm finding treasure. Look at this hole. Yeah. I can go in
2: there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to go in a hole? <laughs> um, I think mean, the other thing <laughs> that I can think of from an N64 game is uh, snowboard kids. I love the little uh, lift that you have to get to the lift gate and it always fucking sucks. And then, but then it's really cute as you ride the lift. Well, I mean, that's something. Hot that- take
0: from Rosie Pro. more things in game should fucking suck. I
2: mean, that, that's something that Mario
3: Kart 8 did that, like, N64 never did, was, like, they have the straight, like, downhill races. Like, the checkpoints are the laps. Yeah, I love that. And that's it goes all the way, way down. Those are really fun. So, like, they did a little bit of that mixing up. So, like, I think just mixing up more of other games to where it's not, like, taking it, but, like,
2: enhancing it, that'd be awesome. Just put all the N64 games in a pot and stir it together and but also keep all the good shit from the super deluxe whatever switch.
1: I mean, I think Lindsay actually hit it on the head when she was talking about um, like the courses that uh, don't have laps but just go on different things. Yeah. And to expand on that, like th- this game. I mean, this game has a ton of courses on it. Like the Wii U version has a ton of courses. It um, there's a bunch of circuits. It had a lot more with downloadable and like it's amazing how many levels and tracks are in this game. And I don't think that there's any where I'm like I hate this level. No, you know what I mean. Like there's some that I like more than others, and there's some where like ah eh, this one's not super exciting. Like your various donut planes. Yeah, but like yeah. I either like really really like a level, or am just like this level's okay. I, I was I,
0: very charmed by like, and, and I feel like I'm always discovering new things. I feel like I've played this game a decent amount, but some a lot of these courses still feel very fresh to me. Well,
1: because there are so many. By the time you, like, get through a complete run yeah. of all the cups, you've forgotten what's on the earlier
0: ones. Right. So, like, think, you know, the, the, the game in the series i probably played the most is Mario 64 and, or Mario Kart 64, and that's 16 levels, you know. Yeah. So that's, like, you're going to know those 16 levels pretty well. And this one's 41, like out of the box, plus all the D- different DLC ones. And that you're going can get.
1: up on the walls and stuff. There's lots of alternative ways through the courses.
0: Yeah, and even the ones that are being brought back from classic Mario Karts have been redesigned and readapted for the new platform. So you're not just being like dropped into the same old thing. So like, there's a lot of options, and they all feel fresh to me. Like we were playing this one today. It's like uh, it's like a disco, you know. And uh, they're are disco dancing piranha plants. I'm like, this is great. I love this. And there's like a I did I never played that skiing one either, which is like kind of a nice take on uh, the series. They don't, it's not often where they abandon like the just the three lap circuit yeah. thing. I like it when it's just one long straight line, you know, or like Baby Park where it's just eight little short ones in a row, you know. I like it when they mix up the formula.
1: Yeah, I mean. You know, it's. I just want more of this. This game came out almost ten years ago. Yeah, it's which is, which is crazy, and it's like it's sort of has like a Skyrim or Grand Theft Auto five like shelf life in terms of just continuing to go and not not necessarily being re released, but uh, it, it it is cool like. This, this game and, you know, another game that we will talk about in the future is kind of the Wii U's legacy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, kind of, so, yeah.
1: Because, like, it is weird to think that this is, like, one of the probably, like, I'm not going to say important, but most played games of the last decade. Like if you took Again, the hours, top
0: 10. it is a top right. 10 bestseller. The yeah. hours
1: that people have put into this game, it would rival almost anything just cuz so many people own it and you can play it by yourself and have a good time, you can play it out of the group and have a good time and it started on the Wii U.
0: Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a world where maybe there just isn't another Mario Kart? Like I don't I don't think that'll actually ever be the case, but like, you know, What if this, what if we just agree like this is kind of the perfect for execution of this form? Like, because after a while, if you're adding much more than what they've added here, you're just kind of, it's similar to what we saw when we did a deep dive in the Tony Hawk series. Where like, that game came out of the gate so like well developed that every little uh, addition that they made was just kind of like a minor addition until the point where... The additions were so minor that they were starting to distract. And they just
1: complicate. They, yeah, they, or they're they, overcomplicated. They get rid of that sort of just immediate pick-up-and-play thing. I mean, yeah, that's we've played this game for so long, and I still play it, and I'm still excited when new courses come out. Absolutely. That, like, if they continued to put out new courses, I would probably keep playing it and yeah. would have no complaints.
0: I mean, but, yeah, go figure. That's kind yeah. of the weird, like lightning in a bottle power that this series has found it is just something that is sort of for everyone and you can continue to play it like uh, for a long time
3: and it has its own drinking game it so. has its own
0: drinking game yeah uh, do you have you done that one
3: i you, actually you, uh, haven't well are, you, are we talking about the same drinking game which, i should what's the drinking i should clarify is? drunk driving
0: oh, okay which also
3: uh, well, i don't love of, that not, title none of us recommend actually doing that um, I mean, I don't know what else we would call it. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Carding. Drunk carding, I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That,
3: that makes it seem a little bit yeah. more innocent.
0: Bar card Mario Bart. I don't know. It's like bar, bar carding? Mario bar.
3: Or bar-, bar carding. Makes sure. Bar sense. carding. Anyway, I, I actually have never done it with Mario Kart 8. I've only done it with the N64. And partially wonder if this, like, there's just not as much going on, like, side, like, in your face as eight that 64 makes it easier to drink while you're playing (laughs) it is
0: true it's a little easier to process like what's happening in 64 because they can't throw as much shit at you they can't throw as much like lightning and like uh, lighting effects and stuff like that we'll
3: have to come back to this because we'll need to test it yeah so we, we should test this, and then we'll try. Uh, have you, have you Lindsay, done it? Lindsay,
2: for the losers in the room, would you like to explain further the rules of Bart carting or drunk driving or drunk carting or whatever? Bart carting? I, yeah, I don't know. I just was going all this over the place. This isn't The
3: Simpsons. <laughs> oh, um, in case you haven't heard, you, you um, all start with a beer or a beverage of your choice, mm-hmm. although a beer is recommended because lower alcohol content is probably better. Probably. Um, you have to get through the race, and you can't finish the race unless you finished your alcoholic beverage. Okay. But you can't be driving because that's unsafe. <laughs> you can't be driving while you drink. So some people use the strategy of where they just chug their beer before even starting the race and then just go. Okay. Some people do it where, like, they like kind of just stop off to the side every once in a while and like chug a sip and then keep going. Uh, I think most people I know go with the chug at the beginning. And then that's a lot of, you know, burping and a lot of liquid. And the problem is that if you win too many times, just like, you know, when beer pong used to actually have beer in the cups and not water, because we were really unhygienic I mean, at that point still in do our that. lives. I mean, we can, but we're older now and we understand how hygiene works. Yeah, we're much more, we're playing, we're playing beer pong in
0: more professional settings now. (laughs)
3: Um, Then, then it's, you know, if you win too often, you you're probably going to be incredibly much drunker than the rest of the people around you. Sure. Which is not always the best. Highly don't recommend.
1: I will say I think that the new Mario Kart would give you more opportunities to drink while your kart is moving forward with, like, the giant cannons that shoot you or, oh, like, yeah. while you're floating through the air with the parachutes. The gliding, to yeah. Try.
3: I mean, oh, this is like a – should that be allowed, though? This is a new rule.
0: This is, this no, is like your I said, game. I've never yeah. played
3: with Mario. It's not my game.
0: I mean, you might as well be.
3: I only played a couple times in colleges because I knew I'd win.
0: Sorry, it was invented. We're we talking James about my T ego, Mario? remember?
3: This is this is my ego. Remember I could, I only played if I knew I could win. <laughs> um you're not, you're
0: not an only child at I, all.
3: Shush, these people don't know that.
0: <laughs> now they do. God damn it, Steve.
3: Now I don't know if you should be allowed while you're you're hang gliding. <laughs> You know also,
0: what? in real life, you should not I, be allowed to drink yeah, while see, you're angling. It's gliding. supposed
3: to represent real life, and you don't drink while you're angling <laughs> <laughs> in real life.
1: That's what it says right on the box of Mario Kart 8. <laughs> it's supposed to represent real life.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We've oh, gotten more off track.
3: That's you. why you get button wheels, okay? Yeah. It's real life.
0: Exactly, exactly. All right, I think we have uh, uh, plumbed the depths of Mario Kart you, Eight. You right. to, Do we have any final things <laughs> to you say? You really about want to Mario hear Park? us
1: talk about Mario Kart Eight more, and probably repeat many of the same things? Um, it's back in the archives. We have an episode. Yeah. We
0: dug into it even more. I think we found enough like fresh stuff to talk about this time. I yeah, feel we, okay we got to it. learn
1: more about Lindsay Pennington.
2: So we did. That's we did, really why is, people come is to the program. It's very important.
0: It's the Penningcast.
3: I apologize to
0: everyone.
3: <laughs> it feels good to like be competitive, especially to Woody.
0: Yes, these, these two have a rivalry going on for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's move on to our rankings. Each week we are ranking the games that we have just played, adding it to our master list, and uh, we're going to aggregate them all and figure out what is the best Wii U game of all time. Woody, where is this one landing for you?
1: This one's kind of in a strange position. I think that... This game is either number one or number two. Um, I'm going to put it at number two. Okay. Because Mario Maker is still my number one game because I think that that game is better on the Wii U than it is on the Switch. Sure. And I think that Mario Kart 8 is better on the Switch than it is on the Wii U.
0: Interesting. And
1: so I think that this is probably objectively the most—well— uh, there's another game we haven't talked about yet, but this okay. game is the, probably the most fun game we've played up to this point. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that the Wii U is the way to play it, even though you'll still have a great time. Um, it's just kind of dwarfed by the Switch version.
0: I'm going to split the difference. This is my number one. Okay, I'm moving great. this up to number one. I like I, it. I, I don't, you know what, I... Uh, there's a weird part of my like twisted hipster brain that just like wants to twister my twister brain yeah. that 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 kind of like is is rebelling against making the most popular game on the system my number 1 game sure. on the system but Mario Kart 8 is pretty hard to argue with, and even if it doesn't have some of the refinements that you were enjoying in uh, the Switch version, it's still a pretty goddamn great game. Yep. It's really well-balanced. It's, it's it's accessible for everybody. You can just uh, kind of pick You've it up and play You know you me. It. It's my
1: number one now. Number
0: too. one! Yeah, there you go. Double number yeah. ones. All right, welcome to the top of the heap, Mario Kart 8. You are currently... Uh, Super Mario Maker had a really long run for yeah. both of us. Yeah, uh, nothing else has quite rivaled it since. So Mario Kart 8, number one for the both of us. Um, that's, that's perfect. And you guys don't have a list, but do you have uh, any final thoughts about Mario Kart 8? Well, yeah, where
1: does it sit on your Mario Kart rankings?
2: I mean, I think it's up there. It's just hard because I, I, you know, besides the weird attic period, I didn't play uh, this game that much. I just played the Switch version, so I feel kind of cheaty to say that, like, this... I don't know if I played this enough to say this is my number one. I just feel like the newest one's the best. Um, and yeah, come fight me. I'll play you. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay, are you still,
1: uh, are you still going to go to bat for N64 is the best or does this one give it a run?
3: Definitely gives it a run, Mm -hmm. but for my best, I'm not saying it should be anybody else's N64 is nostalgia for me. Mm. It just, I have a lot of really good memories with it. And I still have my N64 and I still uh, beg people to play against me when I have them over and we're all drunk. Um, I do have uh, the Switch version that my boyfriend got me so that I could practice and try and beat some of our other friends. Um, Obviously, I haven't practiced enough, but I Mm -hmm. do really enjoy playing it. So, like, I don't want to compare them, but it's always going to be in my heart, in my heart, the N64, just for that reason.
0: Perfectly fair perfectly fair all right well we don't have any letters this week but be sure to send those in to ultra 64 podcast at gmail.com we always love to read those thank you so much to our two guests rosie crow lindsey pennington two of our favorites two of the 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 our our most common guests that we have on the show all the time because you're both great um do we have any uh anything to plug anything else to to shout out out there
2: no happy trails steve (laughs) Oh wow, that sounds so emotional. I know, oh you sound gosh. you sound a little sweet.
3: Who am I gonna beat at Mario Kart? <laughs> Woody. You'll beat Woody.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: you'll narrowly beat Woody. You'll narrowly I'm I'm a I'm a more decisive defeat. But... You'll, you'll
3: still beat me too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: My ego is great, but not that great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you everybody for listening. Be sure to tune in next week because we're talking about something a little different next time. We are uh we're going uh a little more, a little more bloody, a little more violent slightly than Mario Kart. Uh we're whipping out the swords to play some Ninja Gaiden 3. Uh we're both both Woody and I, I know, are big fans of Ninja Gaiden. Uh this is not a game either of us have played, I don't believe. It
3: just looks like it says garden.
0: It does say Ninja Garden. That's a Ninja different Garden. game.
3: Ninja <laughs> Garden. Plant
1: your shurukens. Sneak up on the weeds and behead
0: them. Oh, man. Now I'm really sad there isn't a Ninja Actually, Garden. Can
3: you can you do that to my weeds? <laughs> sneak up. Weeds,
1: you have dishonored Lindsay's Garden.
0: <laughs> well, be sure to tune in next time. We're going to be playing Ninja Garden 3, colon, Razor's Edge. Uh, so we will see you for also, that one.
1: Make sure that you keep the Razor's Edge far away from your colon.
0: Keep it away. Keep keep the razor's edge away from your colon. That's good advice for everybody. All right, we will see you next time. Bye-bye, everyone.